Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap. I know, weird name for a program, but it's merely an acronym. Stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics, because I believe when you blend it up, it's just an arsenic soup that kills America. Speaking of killing America, the deep state. The deep state wants to stack the deck against General Flynn. Today, we got a guest. This is probably one of the most important publications out there if you're not following it. Uncovered EC. Tracy Beans, it's very important. Folks, do me a favor. This is a one-finger war. And what do I mean by a one-finger war? Look, I know. All of us. We want to give them that finger. Give them this finger. Share this program right now. Share this program, and it's how we fight it all together, folks. Because people have to understand how to fight this crap. Because, folks, it is crap absolutely let's get back to the program okay so tracy welcome to the program how's it going tell me about this suit with general flynn i mean this is kind of frustrating what's going on uh the premise of the suit for people who haven't heard about it yet so general flynn and thanks for having me jovan uh general flynn is suing the government it's a it's a tort case for malicious prosecution and this is all stemming from the uh, charges and the, the nightmarish scenario he went through in the Trump administration with the Mueller uh, probe, etc. So he's suing the government saying, you maliciously prosecuted me. And we can go through a quick rundown of what that was all about. Um, please do. I, I tell people, by the way, please do. I tell oh, people that when you have Barack Obama warn Donald J. Trump, watch out for Michael Flynn, that's the person that Donald J. Trump should have been paying attention to. I'm telling you, when, when Obama's out to get you, you know that you're possibly one of the good guys. Let's go through it. So Mueller, Mueller probe happens. Um, they send Comey directs two agents to go over to General Flynn's office to question him about a conversation that he had during the transition period with the ambassador to Russia, Sergei, K- or the Russian ambassador, I should say, Sergei Kislyak. And they had, we, we learned later, the transcripts of that call. So they knew exactly what was discussed on the call. Um, but they asked him to recount his, uh, you know, his remembrance of it. And they don't tell him that he's being interviewed as any part of a criminal probe. They don't tell him that, you know, anything he says can and will be used against him in a court of law. You know, they don't give him any indication that they're questioning him for any other reason than just to shoot the nonsense with him, you know, in the middle of the day. And he recounts what he thinks they talked about in the flurry of hundreds of conversations that he had in the transition. And when the Mueller probe comes around, they slap General Flynn with a 1001 violation, which if you know anything about... um, you know, these kinds of things. It's like the weakest charge that you could be slapped with. It's it's either what they give you when they have worked with you on some kind of a cooperation deal and they're just, they have to put something down or what they give you um, when they don't really have anything, but they need to indict you or, or put you in jail or attempt to anyway. It's kind 1, of a 000- catch, just kind of a catch all thing. This always to me smacks as a setup. Uh, just let me know. Cause I know you probably know this. I know that police actually during interrogation can actually lie and it's no big deal. Is that the same way with our government? Can they just flat out lie to your face and set you up? And why is it not a setup and why is it loud? 
I'm not sure, actually. You got me on that one. I'm not sure if they're also allowed to do that. Um, but it would be immaterial in, in this instance anyway. Um, basically, they said that he lied about his communications with Sergey Kislyak. And the problem with that is for a 1001 charge to actually stick, it needs to be what they call material to the investigation. It is based, you know, a, a tangential part of. So it would have need to have changed the direction of their investigation or altered it in some very material way for them to be able to actually charge it in the first place. There's a bunch of problems with it from the very beginning that, you know, have stemmed these four or five, six years that we've been talking about this. But they left and, and both those agents thought it was struck in Pienka. And they both said they didn't think that he lied at all, actually, in his interview. That's documented. They took forever to write the 302s that, um, you know, document what happened at the meeting um, and during the interview. And obviously, whatever they thought he could have lied about couldn't have been material to any investigation that they were doing because they had the transcript of the call. <laughs> so they knew what he said. Whether he recalled every detail or not is inconsequential to whatever they were planning on doing with it. What is the um, what is the worst if this this if this would have just gone to hell in a handbasket for General Flynn? What was the worst he was facing if they were able to make this bogus charge stick? Um, I think that I think five years in prison. And, and, in prison. and never being able to be an office, run an office, be a government contractor lose security clearances, et cetera. Um, this has obviously been done before in history. I mean, that's that's why they do it. Was this just a measure to try to, was it more of taking Flynn, who knows where everything is, out of the process? Or was it a one-two punch, it damages Trump and it damages Flynn, by default damaging the conservative movement? What do you think? Both. Absolutely both. Um, you know, they didn't want uh, General Flynn to be in the position he was in, and they wanted to make sure they had this Russian collusion narrative all wrapped up. So they charged him with this. He initially pled guilty to it because he had horrible legal counsel that right. didn't advise him properly. There was a bunch of Farah stuff, Foreign Agents Registration Act stuff lumped into it. That's a completely different show. Um, but at the very end of this, after... You know, General Flynn realizes there's something very wrong here that the the people aren't the government's not providing exculpatory information. Fires his counsel, hires Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell says we need to we need to change what we're doing here, and and he try he revokes his guilty plea. General uh, Attorney General Barr appoints an outside prosecutor to take a look at what's going on in this case because it so stinks to high heaven. And he's appointed out of St. Louis. His name is Jensen. He finds that this was brought without any predicate whatsoever, that they they never should have started this investigation into him. He was cleared twice in counterintelligence. Like, they tried every which way from Sunday. They tried to throw the Logan Act at him that Biden was involved with. They tried everything they could to get him. And it ended up that they should have closed the investigation out, Jovan, way back in the beginning. But because of some weird incompetence, at the FBI, it was left open. And we had, you know, later text messages that showed that Peter Strzok was thrilled that this case was left open because it allowed them to continue their witch hunt against General Flynn. Obviously, the infa infamous notes from Bill Priestap, are we trying to get him to lie so right. we can get him fired? It was it was written all over the place. Jensen saw it. They wrote a memo saying we're going to withdraw the charges. We don't want to prosecute this. It's not in the interest of justice. The judge in the case, Judge Sullivan, said, well, I really care what you say, Justice Department. I don't care if there's nobody that wants to charge him. We're keeping this case open and I won't drop the charges, which is unheard of in American justice. And he's a known kind of activist judge. Am I right about that fellow remembering who it was? No, actually, really? um, you know, Sidney Powell had written her book um, about it was I think it was uh, Stevens, Senator, Senator Stevens, if I'm not mistaken, who was being prosecuted in the very same court. And it was an egregious miscarriage of justice. And Sidney Powell wrote the book about this and the fact that Sullivan, the same judge, demanded Brady be codified. Hang tight. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break, folks. We're going to go to the segment. There's a lot more to unpack. Be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, we're back. We're talking about this crap with General Flynn where the deep state wants to stack the deck against them. We're with Uncovered DC, Tracy Beans. Look, she's the powerhouse out there. Excuse me, getting everybody these stories. I don't know why I was under the impression that this was an activist judge, but I cut you off. Go ahead. Tell me about this judge and why you wouldn't let it go. Why do you need to close it? It, it's a, it's a you know it's a surprise to everybody really I think because Sidney Powell had to have been thrilled when she found out you know you know when Judge Sullivan was like I read your book about me and I really appreciate it because he demanded exculpatory evidence be provided from the government to um, defendants in order to defend themselves so like if the government has something that's going to clear you they need to provide it to you that was Judge Sullivan he's the one who did that okay. Um, so I don't know what happened when all of a sudden the Flynn case was in front of him, but he literally made himself a party to the case and had his own attorney come on to defend him. It, it was, it was, it's never happened before in history, Jovan, never. What happened in this case? In all never. of this mess, in all of this setup, just out of curiosity, was this ever pinpointed? Who did this? Who really said, go sick him, find what you can? do this do, do we have a point of origin on this mess a number of characters joe biden's involved barack obama's involved james clapper is involved J brennan's involved um james comey obviously andrew mccabe peter struck i mean the cast of characters that orchestrated spygate were definitely all behind 
the General Flynn nonsense. Um, so it's a wide ranging net that needs to be cast here. Um, and so when the judge wouldn't dismiss this case, um, it went all the way up to appeals, all the way up to the on bank you know, panel of all the appellate court judges. They ordered uh, Sullivan to dismiss the case as he should do, basically said, do what you're supposed to do here. He held it open. Um, we were coming up around election time, Jovan. Donald Trump issued what we call, I mean, we all started calling it a pardon of innocence because clearly there was no crime committed here. And um, th then, even then, after a few weeks, did Ju Judge Sullivan close the case? Because in my opinion, they were keeping this case open until the Justice Department personnel could switch places. And then they would have gone full bore if, if it hadn't have been pardoned the way that Donald Trump pardoned it. That makes so. sense. It would have been a, free, a feeding frenzy at that point. Ex uh, eventually getting out of this mess, kind of take us on that telemetry of... General Flynn actually finally getting to the point that he can put this behind him. Well, they, you know, they finally dropped the case. He had the pardon. Um, and then, you know, you move on. You have to go through an administrative process with the government to be able to file a complaint for this thing. And then there's a whole big mess of things that goes on behind the scenes. And when they finally either, you know, they're supposed to reply to you and say, hey, um, we approved this. Yeah, we made a mistake or not. And then you can, if you don't get the results you want, you can move forward and, and file a, a lawsuit, a tort lawsuit, which is what General Flynn did. And that's where we're at right now. Um, the lawsuit complaint is is masterful. It explains the story in, you know, as a succinct way as I've ever seen it explained from start to finish. Um, and just yesterday, in this case, the government filed a change of venue motion where they want to take this case out of Florida, where it is, in the Middle District of Florida, where General Flynn resides, and right. move it to Washington, D.C. That's why I say they want to stack the debt. For those that don't know, explain tort. Explain a tort case just so they understand how that works. It's different. Um, like, for example, a judge doesn't hear this case. It's like a federal sort of statute case. Um, it's kind of a case against the government that is adjudicated by a judge rather than a jury. So a judge, a sitting judge, needs to listen to this case and make a decision. And, and in this, there are certain rules. Obviously, if you're going to bring a suit and this is where he was harmed and this is where he lives, then you should be entitled to bring that suit where you live, which is, in fact, Florida. But now the government doesn't want that. Yeah, there's a very strong favor placed on the plaintiff in a suit like this of where they want their venue to be. It's, it's, it's a very strong thing. And, you know, the government made several arguments that are just ridiculous. And then a few, I would say one, that may maybe hold some weight depending on what happens. But if you want to, what, which ones do you want to do first, Jovan? Do you want to do the, the crazy ones or the one that may be a well, little bit harder to get around. Let's go for the first place. Just in basic terms, General Flynn is filing. Am I to understand this is correct? He's filing a $50 million lawsuit saying you basically ruined my life. Let's start there. Yes, he filed. I, I believe the what he's looking for is a minimum of $50, uh, $50 million. Right. Which I think he deserves three times that. Absolutely. You know, how do you get back your life, your reputation, um, you know, all the legal f fees that you've had to pay out, the loss, your, your family being destroyed. I mean, the government attacked him maliciously and they admitted it in their own paperwork. I mean, they wrote it down, Jovan. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, it's not that it's just dismissed. I mean, it is actually known that this was horse hockey. This was crap from the beginning. That alone should work in General Flynn's favor would it not yes um and and so it's you know the government is saying a bunch of the witnesses that you could possibly call and they use 11 of the 12 that were mentioned in the complaint so jim comey and um uh andrew mccabe and several others they all live around dc right so it's going to be prohibitive for them to have to travel to florida <laughs> for deposition or for whatever and also any government uh, witnesses that may be, you know, questioned. They're all in D.C. too. So, you know, it's much more convenient for us and, you know, makes much more sense if you could just keep this in the D.C. courts system. And to that, I say there is a this is me speaking now. There's a universe of witnesses that aren't in D.C. Right. You know, there are witnesses overseas, for goodness sakes. That would. You, so what are you going to do? Have the trial in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean because it's closer to you know, wherever the, you know what I mean? It's, it's silly. 
And so whenever they reply, I'm sure that, that they'll address this in their filing to reply and say, are you out of your mind? But that was really the only one that I identified that would maybe potentially have some legs. The rest of them are nonsense. The most strategic advantage is, is they've got to believe if they can get it in D.C., they can control it or at least have something working in their favor better than Florida. I'm just saying, how could you possibly, if you're the judge in Florida, how could you read that complaint, understand what this suit is about, and then think there's any way on the earth that General Flynn could get a fair adjudication in D.C. when that was the very district that was involved in all the nefarious nonsense to begin with? Heart of the country, heart of the government, heart of where uh, everything is. There's not a person in D.C. that has not been hammered with... General Flynn's a bad guy year after year after year after year. But yet for criminals that kill somebody, they say, wait, he can't get a fair trial. It's uh, it's overexposed here. They just don't want it to be in their factors. Folks, do me a favor. Share this program right now. We're talking about General Flynn has filed a lawsuit and now the deep state, they don't want to pay him back. They don't want to stack the deck further and further against him. Because they don't want General Flynn to win. They know they were wrong. They know they set him up. And they know it was a bogus, well, set up in trial. Folks, share this program. Hang tight. We'll be right back with Tracy Beans right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed more money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe, and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out jovanlovesgold.com. Yes, jovanlovesgold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, You know in this day and age that you can check for your title online, you can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days. You don't even know it. And all of a sudden somebody 
has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Okay, folks, we're back. We're talking with the Tracy Beans. Look, Uncover DC, we're talking about how General Flynn has filed a big lawsuit against the United States for malicious prosecution and abuse of power and process. Okay, so set up cronies, buddies, a lot of bad guys named, but it's really some ridiculous stuff. Let's start there. What's some of the junk in this lawsuit or the reasons they're claiming that they think it's important? They've got to move the venue to D.C.? So we went through the the you know the one that may have some chance of of sticking a little bit. I'm still not even jumping on that. I'm just being realistic. Um, the rest of them are pretty comical, and, and in fact, we'll start here. One of the arguments that's made is that um, the judges in D.C. Jovan are much better versed in you know laws surrounding federal law in D.C. The statutes that were used in D.C. and so even though the judge in Florida is perfectly capable of hearing the case, it's probably better if they transfer it up to D.C. so that the D.C. judges can handle it. Because they're, they're just smarter. They're part of the system. They're just smarter. Okay. Really, really not smart to say to a, a federal judge in Florida. Right. Okay. You don't want to insult your judge as you're asking them to do something for you. That's right. So <laughs> you're basically insulting the judge's you know, intelligence. Not only that, but think about it. That would mean that any other federal court in the country, anytime a U.S. attorney brought charges against someone or there was something of this nature going on, that they would have to send it back to D.C. because the D.C. judges on the federal circuit are the only ones who can handle it. That's right. It'd be a dangerous precedent if they did it. And that has to be taken in consideration. Yeah, I mean, it would be silly. It wouldn't even just be dangerous. Then they moved to, oh, well, you guys in Florida are just way busier than the D.C. court system is. And... They, they pulled, I guess, dockets and how many cases were on each docket. And they made a little chart showing how many cases and comparing. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I know for a fact that in, in D.C. right now, there are real criminal cases being pushed off because they can't even get through the J6 backlog that they have right now in front of them from the January 6th defendants that they're, you know, bringing in on misdemeanor charges to sit in front of these judges. Right. So... I don't buy the argument that that D.C. judges have wide open schedules where they can just take this case on and not have to worry about it. That was another pathetic one. Um, another one was this one. <laughs> I actually laugh when I'm when I'm thinking about it. The documents, all of the documents that they'd need are in D.C., Jovan. So it would be just easier. <laughs> are you kidding me? It'd just be no, easier because that's where the documents are located. Yes. And, you know, in the footnote underneath this page that they take to explain why it would be easier, they say, we understand that the the advent of modern technology kind of renders this point moot and, and takes its weight away, but we're throwing it in here anyway. That's basically what they said. In you the think? Footnote. <laughs> like, w- what federal defendant do you know that has ever been handed discovery material in paper? Because take 
you know, typically the government overproduces a whole ton of nonsense to people because they want them to be bogged down trying to find the actual good stuff in there somewhere. So they'll overproduce thousands of pages worth of documents. Right. Can you imagine like, uh, you know, a Van Grack, who was the original U.S. attorney on the Flynn case, walking in with four or five, six thousand pages worth of discovery to hand to somebody? It's just absurd. Um, then, you know, we can talk about the whole witness thing. Please and, do. And how they're basically saying, like, they, these people can't travel um, and you don't have subpoena power more than 100 miles outside of your jurisdiction. Wait, wait, wait. That's not true, that you don't have subpoena power outside of 100 miles out of a jurisdiction. That would mean nobody could bring a case if somebody was just a little distance in the U.S. Is there, that there actually is- a, a, a ruling of some sort? There, there is an obscure statute, and it depends on each state's rules how that works. Um, so, if Florida does have that in in effect, then you know they could say that. However, that's that's it's a it's really a moot point in today's day and age anyway, because attorneys for deposition purposes and discovery will travel to wherever the person lives that they're looking to depose. Right? Absolutely, and we're not horse and buggies anymore. That's got to be something that's old on the books that was trying to be fair back then that's they're reaching back in time for it frankly I've, I've never heard that especially when you're dealing with somebody and our government officials have different home places than they have at their dc jobs it would technically mean no suit could ever be brought unless it was in dc if you worked in dc and it also if you think about it like this you know virtual testimony is something that's done all the time it was done in arizona because what's his name had to go off to vacation right after the election he testified right. Virtually, it happens all the time. And they're making the argument that that can't that that's not going to work in this case, that people can't testify remotely from Washington, D.C. or wherever they're at. But, Jovan, we have Congress people voting on legislation remotely via Zoom. We ran the entire government remotely for three plus years. Courts ran remotely. Everything ran remotely. Nobody set foot inside of a courtroom for years so it's it's absolutely doable, especially in a case when you're not sitting in front of a jury. It's not a jury trial. It's a little bit different, I would think, when right. there's a jury, right? But that's not at issue here at all. Um, so it just it 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 just it's incredible to me. Is this case. just a, a hail mary? I mean, is that all this is? Is this just a hail mary period for the sake of throwing a hail mary to see if it can happen? Or is there something a little more sinister afoot? Could they, in your opinion, if it, for whatever reason, the judge agrees with it going to D.C., would would they actually gain any advantages other than the intimidation factor or they can bus in more protest people that are highly trained there to, for the political spectacle of it? What could be the benefits? I mean, I don't know, other than they know that they own the judges in D.C. That That's really it. They know that the case would probably not not, you know, progress the way it should in a just society and that they have a must, General Flynn has a much better chance in Florida. I mean, he just has a much better chance in Florida because the courts are more honest in Florida. And, you know, I say this all the time, whenever something good happens in a court, we're like all excited, right. but we shouldn't be excited. This We shouldn't be excited that justice is being served. It should just be the way it is, but we're excited about it. I just don't see personally, I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a judge, but I don't see this judge reading this motion and saying, you know what? You're right. There's two more things. They said that General Flynn has a house in Rhode Island and that they think he spends more time there. So since he doesn't spend as much time in Florida as the government thinks he does, that it should be moved to D.C., which, by the way, isn't Rhode Island. So... Which one is it? I mean, Rhode Island, he would have to travel to D.C. from Rhode Island. It's about halfway through. Like, how does that make any bearing on anything? Um, it, it's and, and there was one other one that was just asinine, just asinine. I mean, they're, they're just the only one, again, is the witnesses. And I'll just say this. Donald Trump would be a witness. And I, I wouldn't imagine them not calling Donald Trump as a witness. Right. He's in Florida, right? Right. Think about the logistics nightmare to get a former president slash, you know, presidential candidate to Washington, D.C. to be sitting in front of a judge in D.C. It just it, it it's, uh, inc- it's just incredible. Now, you won 
article into this particular aspect of it? I know you're writing on it now and you're kind of breaking it down for us. Is it just the one article thus far at uh, Uncovered DC or are you breaking this down into sections and segments as you do with other things? I am pretty sure. I don't think, I think the first one I did was just a thread on Truth Social and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 an in-depth, very deep thread that it's easy to read. It's not like people are going to, you know, be like, where's my legal degree? It, it's very easy to read. I, I provide examples of the things that I'm saying and, you know, dissect the complaint. And this is number two. So this is the first, I think, did I publish? I don't know if I published on the first one. I might have. Um, but yeah. What's your gut telling you? What if, if, if and I number one, I've learned we can't expect anything in this. We can hope for a lot, but common sense doesn't apply now. It's kind of out no. the door. We don't know. What's your gut telling you about this? Um, my gut is honestly telling me that he has a very solid case only because the government admitted in writing that they started this investigation without a valid predicate. If that were not there, then I would say he has a shot, but it's a longer shot. This case, in my opinion, based on the statute, and I have a few attorneys that have opined and agreed with this assessment, it's pretty much a slam dunk, uh, Jovan. I'm hearing that too. Do you think it has spillover ability to other cases, other frivolous lawsuits, other bogus claims that the government and these agencies are colluding on just trying to get claims? Do you think a Flynn win would help some of those out there? I don't know if it would necessarily help other cases. What I think it would do is it would solidify the Russia hoax as the hoax that it is. Because when you now have a judgment in favor of a plaintiff who was prosecuted maliciously using the Russia, Russia, Russia nonsense as a guise, it just basically takes a foot and a boot and stomps down that entire narrative completely. Um, so that's that other than General Flynn deserving every last red cent that he's asking for, that would be the benefit to the country from this lawsuit. Well, they, def- they decimated his life. I understand he had a mortgage at home. I mean, they just took everything from him and him trying to fight not to go to jail on bogus stuff and then attacking his son. Yeah. Uh, uh, basically saying, we're going to eat your family alive, your son. We're going to make sure. He goes, if you don't say you did something wrong. I mean, it's extortion top to bottom. And the worst part about it is that there are other casualties in this um, saga from the General Flynn case as well that nobody ever hears about anymore. Um, There's his former business partner, Bijan Kian, who has been tried now twice for for, um, you know, criminal acts. The jury in D.C. convicted him the first time. The judge said it was so absurd of a conviction, he overturned it. The DOJ appealed that. It sent it back to him for another trial, went back to another trial. They convicted him again. He overturned it again. And then they went back to the appeals court again. So it's this is an innocent man um, that has just vindictive juries just convicting on absolute nonsense. There is somebody who's overseas named Akeem Alptekin, who had worked with Flynn Intel Group, and he is under indictment uh, here in the United States. He's stuck over and he can't see his family. There are tangential you know, casualties of Spygate that are still suffering that nobody ever hears about, um, and it's, it's a travesty. Do you think this will help break through some of this uh, traffic jam? And how fast can we expect in, in the last, you've got about a minute left in this segment for then, how fast can a trial like this move through the process? It's going to be a few years. It's going to be a few years. Um, you know, deadlines for July already. So in, in, in basic stuff. So it's going to be a couple of years before this comes to comes to an end. Folks, uh, we're talking about General Flynn's case against the government. They set him up. They tried to take him down. They've admitted they were wrong. And now the deep states wants to use any tactic it can to stack the deck against General Flynn. We're talking with Tracy Beans of... Uncover DC. You've got to get yourself over to Uncover DC and follow for this information. Folks, share this program right now. Hang tight. We'll be right back after this with our closing comments. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? 
You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet- synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, My skin's starting to change too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, What I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code JOVAN. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash JOVAN. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Hey, folks, we're back. We're talking about General Flynn has filed a lawsuit against the United States of America saying, well, you know what? You persecuted me. You hung me on a cross out to dry. It was frivolous. And now the deep state wants to stack the deck against General Flynn. Tracy Beans is our guest. Tracy, you said you believe that this is a strong case. And and did I hear you right that you said other attorneys are kind of resonating with that, that General Flynn really has a shot here? Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I tend to listen to Robert Barnes. Um, his legal analysis is entertaining. Um, so I listened to him quite a bit. And he he was saying the same thing about this case because, like I mentioned, of what the what the, the government said. And what is the DOJ going to do, Jovan? Come in and say, well, we were inept for those four years. Like they're going <laughs> to argue against themselves. Right. 
You know, like, well, that was a different DOJ that didn't know what they were doing and a different attorney general. Oh, come on. No. I hear in some of these things and some of these people that the government's cleaning out people really quick to get new people in. So when they have some of this stuff come up, they can say, well, I wasn't part of that administration. Are you hearing about that as well? Actually, that just happened uh, yesterday in Missouri v. Biden, the censorship case we talked about last time I was here with you. Um, they did. They replaced a dozen or so people. Um, but that that's not going to fly anymore, especially not in courts that do what they're supposed to do, because they've gone after the people who were in that office in their personal capacity with subpoenas for depositions. And then everybody gets scared. And then there's all kinds of lawsuits. And then it's like, well, then give us the discovery that we need to prove why this stuff happened if you have no knowledge of it. But yeah, it's a tactic. You know, so-and-so is the director of CISA and they, this is, a, a, you know, a hypothetical. Right. They, they tell her to go scratch and they put a new one in and then an attorney sits down and says, well, why'd you do this illegal thing that you did at CISA? And the, the new person says, well, that was before I was here. I have no idea. And they try to get around it that way. Um, so yeah, that, that's not working as well as it used to anymore for, for, for good. Thank goodness. I've kind of noticed that that's probably going to be a play. Is there anything that we should be asking the public to do to help with this or to amplify it? How can the public either stay involved or be involved and assist General Flynn in any way with this? I mean, you just keep on paying attention to updates and none of the legacy or corporate media will cover this, right? They, They just won't. So keep on paying attention to um, updates on the case. I'm not sure if General Flynn still has a legal fund raiser available. Um, perhaps if you know, Jovan, you could direct people to that to help raise money for the case because it costs a lot of money. True um, but just keep it, keep it, keep it out there. It, it's the, it, you cannot let this go. I know we're all caught up with a whole bunch of stuff going on, but this is, this is where it all started. This is where the slippery slope became an avalanche. And um, it led to everything that came after. So we really need to stay focused on it. In the last three minutes we have left, two things I'd like to do. What should we be paying attention to, you think, is coming down the pipe that you think is going to grab everybody's attention? And secondly, why don't you tell people a little bit about Uncover DC, why you started it, your group, what you're doing, and why you do even do what you do? (laughs) Thank you. I do what I do because God. Um, I, 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 I... feel like I'm one of few people that have the uh, blessing to know why they're here. And I feel like this is why I'm here. So that's why I do this. Um, Uncover DC, I founded it because I was writing for other people. And, you know, it's it's like, well, we're not going to take that because it's too controversial or it goes against this or it goes. I, I was tired of it and I wanted to be able to publish the truth regardless of whose feelings it was going to hurt. And sometimes it hurts the people who reads it. But it's the truth. So, one, one thing I can say about you, one thing I can say about Tracy, folks, is what you see uh-oh. is what you get. This is just the truth. Behind the scenes, there are all of us dialogue in different groups for different topics. But I can tell you, when it comes to Tracy and telling the truth, she'll tell you like you're a friend. And that means if you need a butt chewing and you need an attitude adjustment because you just have it wrong, she's going to tell you. You just have it wrong, and here's what's going to happen. And very, I mean, almost every time, she's dead right and is calling strikes when everybody else is chasing fouls and wants something else to happen. So I can tell you that's probably one of your best traits is just being true and rock solid. Tell us about your, your team there and the whole publication. Thank you so much, Jovan. I have a very, you know, a, a small team. We do amazing stuff for two, three people, four people. Four people. Um, I've got Gigi and Sharon, and I've got Wendy uh, Strock Mahoney, who writes uh, like a fiend. Do you ever see that Kermit meme? That's or it. GIF? Mm-hmm. That's her. And then Michelle Edwards, also. They're, they're, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It's all women, not by choice. Trust me. Um, <laughs> bunch of truth, bunch of truth telling going on. That's for sure. Next, last, uh, you know, minute or minute and a half. What's over the horizon? We got any surprises? I mean, we got surprises every day, but good surprises. Is there anything cooking on the horizon we should have our antenna up about? I think that there's been an absolute um, rejection of the gender ideology. I think the youth is waking up to it and they're starting to push back. I think even feminists that are on the left are starting to realize what the heck has happened here. There's just a cultural revolution going on in this country right now in a good way. And I think that's something to watch. And also, obviously, there was just not even five seconds ago, a letter that came out 
um, that they have credible intelligence that Biden was selling state secrets to uh, for or for political favors. And I haven't gotten to read the whole thing yet, Jovan, but maybe an impeachment coming down the pike. Holy Who knows? smokes. I mean, I've, I've been seeing uh, rumors and stuff of it. I mean, we're kind of all over the place now that we have this one illegal to put it five times slaughtering people in Texas. And something called a consulate ID. I've never heard about that, but supposedly he had a consulate ID, which is how he kept on getting back in. And so, uh, folks, it's Uncovered EC. You're doing a podcast as well, too. Tell us about that real quick in this last 45 seconds. Thanks, Jovan. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, live uh, in the morning on Rumble. And you can hear it audio download Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's called Dark to Light with Frank and Beans. <laughs> I love that. Frankenbeans. Who doesn't love Frankenbeans? Tracy, thank you so very much for joining Thanks. us. I truly appreciate you. Thanks, Jovan. Take Likewise. care. There you go, folks. Look, Uncover DC, you need to make it your require reading daily, folks. I'm telling you the truth. You want somebody with cojones. I'm telling you she has more balls than a football team of trans women. And that's the truth. And she will knock it out of the park and getting it done. She's a rock star that you need to know about, that you need to follow, folks. Because remember, this is a war. This is a war. And we've all got to tell these rat bastards to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail-order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan, you're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Jovan. I'm telling you, I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this. All your vitamins and stuff you need. Full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits. That's it. It's powdered. Very finely powdered. One scoop. I mean, you can even eat the stuff. You can sprinkle it on cereal. You can use it in baking. It's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes, you're done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor, go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.